Welcome to the first episode of the Serena and Tootie podcast. If you follow me over on TikTok, glad to see you over here. I am so excited to get started on working on a podcast because I know you guys have been asking for this for a long time. And you know what? I'm really excited about getting started too because we all know how finicky the TikTok app can be and they like to censor your words, but you know what? We're gonna have fun here. We're gonna just talk. And today we are talking about one of my favorite characters. And if you have been on my account, on my TikTok account, you know how I've been talking about Maki and Toji and how great Maki is. So yes, let's talk about Maki. As of now, we're on chapter 197. And so I am so excited for her character and where we're going with her. Maki has been through so much and it is so great to see her thrive and grow. And it's just really annoying, as you guys know, if you've been on my TikTok, you know how angry I've gotten at people who keep trying to downplay how powerful she is. I, I'm like, you literally are Naoya if you feel like because she's a woman, she can't be as strong or stronger than Toji. Like that, that's the whole point of his character. He's a sexist. So when we see all these numerous parallels between her and Toji, uh, the fact that she has zero cursed energy, which is something that a lot of people, a lot of Toji stands did not want to uh, finally believe in. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it drives me crazy. You guys already know. But you know what? In these more recent chapters, it's undeniable at this point. It, it really is, especially in 197, where now we have Naoya seeing Toji's vision right behind her. So it's it's just like the other family members, her father, Ogi, he saw it, some of the other clan members, now he's finally seeing it. And you know what? I hope it's too late for him. You know, uh, we ended the chapter with him crawling out like a freaking uh, larva uh, or like a cocoon has been cut open too early. He's, he's got this whole butterfly thing going on. He's nasty, he's ugly, who cares? Maki is there hopefully to stomp him out finally. But you know what? I, I find that super weird, right? Why does he come out? Like, why is he just like human coming out of that, right? Is, is that like a thing with curses? So I don't know. I don't, I, maybe it's symbolic at some point. Maybe uh, he never really got to mature. He never blossomed into a, a full adult like we saw in, I believe it was chapter 195, where she's like, when have you ever been an adult, you know? <laughs> and so he's like this premature creature. Like he never got to fully blossom because he's immature. He's a narcissist. And most importantly, he's a misogynist. And we already know why there's so many people who get uncomfortable with us comparing Maki to Toji. It's because they don't want to accept the fact that a woman, a female character, could be as strong or stronger than a man. Like the misogyny is, is here and it's, and it's blatant, it's obvious. The only thing that Maki lacks at this point is skill and she will gain that over time if Akutami allows her to live long enough to become uh, a master of all of these different techniques and weapons that she has at her disposal now. And before chapter 197, I would see so many people trying to say, oh, look how slow Maki is. Toji would have been able to take out Naoya, blah, 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 blah. Maki's been off her game, right? Like she just lost her twin sister. Like let's not downplay that. Uh, and we see how when she interacted with Mio, the, the Kappa <laughs> sumo guy, they made it super clear that she has been off. Mentally, spiritually, she has been off. And now though, we see her blossoming and that is, so exciting to see because we knew she had this potential in her and just on a personal level like her emotional level she's already surpassed toji yeah like toji tried to avoid people he avoided contact with people who could reject him that could love him uh he did that with his family he got away from uh both his new family and of course megami and of course the zane family but that's understandable because they were 
abusive. But Maki, she has friendships. She's been vulnerable with people. And that emotional maturity should be taken into account when we're talking about her character. And that it 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 should be normal to expect that from the series because this series is so focused on young people doing the work that the older generations weren't able to do, evolving beyond where the previous generations were able to go. And this is something that uh, Gojo brings up when talking to Gakuganji. He talks about it, it's like what, like chapter 10, somewhere around there, about how he knows that there's a shift, how curses are stronger how and more intelligent how his students are stronger and growing so quickly. He sees it with Itadori and how quickly Itadori was able to uh, control his cursed energy flow. Uh, and, you know, he, and he thinks about his top students and he doesn't think about Maki at that point. But now, we, I mean, they made it clear that Maki is, is top. She's top tier at this point. And so why not expect her to maybe surpass Toji at some point? And her being a woman has shouldn't affect your judgment on this. Like, it's... It, she can be stronger than him. She can be more skilled. And of course, emotionally, she is beyond him. Um, she would never sell her own child, <laughs> for one. I know the Toji stands get mad when I come for Toji. I like Toji, okay? I think he's cool. He's, well, eh, he's kind of cool. Um, he's got like a cool aura, but really when you think about his character, he isn't. <laughs> Just because of all the things that he's uh, run away, run away from and how he's working with his family too to negotiate prices of his son that's really uncomfortable and the fact that he you know killed a teenage girl for cash i that doesn't that's not cool to me and him realizing that the way he'd been living was not it him staying away from his son and all of that was not how he should have been living when he died you know when he was dying he realized what a mistake well all the mistakes that he had been making so to me that doesn't really make for a cool guy but for maki she is obviously she's like, come on guys. We have to we have to come to consensus that Maki is Maki's cooler than Toji, right? It's I don't know. I know that that's subjective, but still. Anyway, getting off of that for a second, I love to see that Maki was inspired by Toji. And we saw that back during the uh the whole fight with Dagon back in during the Shibuya arc. We see that she's looking at him and she's like, What does he have that I don't? And this is something that Akutami has clarified on too, that um, she she noticed that and that she's going to have to, you know, this, is before she, this is before she lost Mai, uh, but Akutami said that she would have to be willing to give certain things up and gain something in order to become Toji's level. And and that was, you know, just talking about her getting to his level. So who knows if we, and so it, obviously, of course, she can get to Toji's level, something that the creators talked about. Um, and she might be able to surpass it, but she's been inspired by Toji. She allows herself to be inspired by the people around her. Um, even right now, she's been inspired by some of the Cullen Games fighters, especially Mio, of course. He acted as like a really quick sensei for her. And we've seen how quickly she grew from that. And it's so beautiful to see. So I love that about her, that she's a quick study. She's quick to learn how to use different weapons. She's quick to learn from the people around her. She doesn't let her ego cloud her vision to the point where she's not able to accept critique. And I think that's really beautiful. One of Maki's biggest hurdles is that she wasn't able to use her senses to the fullest degree like Toji was. And this is something we talked about, you know, on a video I made on TikTok. But I love that they're making this super clear now. And now we can see how she's like able to touch the atmosphere, like grab at it. It's like, it's, it's wild, but I love it. it. It's super cool. And of course, we have Mio to thank for this, how he helped her get in tune with everything around her, with nature, the atmosphere, and just letting her know that everything that leads up to the fight 
is what makes you a strong fighter. Um, and just being in tune with your senses, like before you get in the sumo ring, that's when the fight is like already being decided. And so just like we see with Gojo, and that's what I want to talk about too. We remember Gojo in the Go- Gojo's past arc when he was a teenager and uh, how he was floating and he does the above heaven and below earth, you know, I alone am the, am the honored one part. After that, she he's like saying, uh, I'm and I, I'm not particularly, I'm not mad, um, but I'm just basically like in tune with everything right now. I, I feel nothing but pleasantness. And I know there's different translations, but he wasn't feeling anger. Uh, he wasn't focused on winning the fight exactly. And I think that's what we see with, with how Mio was talking to Maki. Uh, like, let me look at it right here. How he's, yeah, he's like, you, you don't focus on victory or defeat. And I think that's that mindset where you get above everything the and you just get into like a more spiritual mindset that's when you're going to become a stronger fighter and like we see that kind of happening with black flash like you just get in the zone and then boom there you go and with maki she's so in tune and we see her floating in the air and feeling and seeing the atmosphere in a way that she couldn't before and that is really reminiscent of gojo during his big relevatory moment where he you know does the whole above heaven low earth bit yeah, and so I love that that's a callback to that, connecting her to one of the strongest characters in the series back when he was a teenager, and of course she's a teenager here around the same age. And it just solidifies how important she is and how strong she is. And that's so great to see in especially a shonen series, right? Seeing a strong female character who's not just physically strong either, but she's enlightened. She's becoming more enlightened, more in tune with her abilities. She has less self-doubt as well. And... I feel like we're going to see even more from her in the future. I can't wait to see her fight with other people. And we don't know. I, I'm I'm assuming she's going to get Naoya in the next chapter. We'll have to see. Um, I hope Akutami doesn't pull something at the last minute and make it awful. But I enjoyed this chapter. Let's go back to chapter 196 for a moment. Where we have our Mio sensei wrestling with Maki. You've become entangled, girl. Huh? In what? Yourself? Others? Curses? basically people, but isn't sumo about grappling? And then he says, you know, basically it's about freedom, la la. I, I love it, okay? Because we see that Maki has had so much on her mind, everything involving her family. She got to get Gojo out of prison now. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of stress, you know? And she's got this new body. She's got these new abilities that she hasn't adjusted to. And so she's all off kilter. And now she's going to, now we see that she's, uh, calibrating herself. She's becoming stronger. She's becoming more in tune. And when she first tried to take down Mio, she tried it from a head-on collision. And that is something that she tried to do with Naoya. And it didn't work either time. And I think Akutami has talked about this before, how, uh, how Maki will try to use brute force to compensate for anything else that she lacks in. So here she's learning more technique. She's becoming more aware of her surroundings in nature and spirit and herself. And that is just helping her become something that she couldn't even imagine that she could have been. Um, and and it makes sense. She is someone who hasn't had a proper teacher. <laughs> no one has been a proper guide for her. She left her family. Gojo, as she points out, wasn't the best sensei for her. She's like, he was he wasn't he was barely a teacher for me. And so she needed someone like Mio. And I love how we're doing these training arcs, right? It, it's so quick. It's short. It's believable and it's fine. And it's like, 
on the job training. <laughs> it's like, you're learning right now, kid. And luckily, luckily for Maki, she met this eccentric person who just loves to teach. If, if Jujutsu High School or Jujutsu Tech, whatever, continues to exist in the future, which I doubt, and if Mio somehow survives beyond the culling games, uh, hey, maybe he should look into becoming a teacher. Um, he'd ex exclusively want to teach sumo, though. He'd force all his students to, teach, uh, to do sumo, which, you know what? I wonder if Toto would like sumo. He probably has the physique for it, maybe. He might be too tall. I don't know. Anyway, I think it'd be great to see him as an instructor, instructor and he's just so sweet and I don't want to get I don't want to get attached because we know what happens to attachments we know how to people too that we really like in this series especially the way Akutami talks about what's going down with this series and that's the other thing right I feel like things have been going a little bit too well for too long like what's gonna happen you know I'm hoping from no, you know let's talk about the future I hope that we see something like uh, Maki takes down Noya, okay? I want her to get the kill. I want her to get the kill shot. Like, it doesn't ha matter if there's some kind of assist. We see that we are. she already got a bit of an assist here. But I want her to, you know, lop off his head. What if she has to do? You know, maybe, maybe she gets her sword back from Katana Man because she needs some cursed energy to really, you know, eliminate him for good. Uh, but what happens from here? Right, like I feel like we need things have been going too been too mellow, too good for too long in this series. Even Hakuri and Kashimo hitting it off and being like, "Yeah, let's buddy time," and Panda's not even really dead; he's just chibi time. Like it, all right. The, the things are going a little bit too well. I think we're gonna we're gonna get an update on somebody, one of our main characters. I think we're gonna get like an update on Megami, hmm, Itadori, the main character, perhaps. And of course, if I really feel like dreaming, if I really am just gonna just just look into the stars and, and wish for anything that I could have. I'm going to wish for Nobara coming back, right? You know, uh, Akutami, if you said women's lives matter, then okay, where's Nobara, right? We, we had girl power Maki. Where's our other girl power, huh? You know, you want to seem like you're a feminist, Akutami? Where Where's other fem? Where is she? And especially just like an update, like that's not even asking for a lot. I, I just, something. But knowing Akutami, they're probably gonna introduce another shirtless hot buff man because, because okay, did you, there's a quote from Akutami that came out, I think it was in uh, one, you know, one of the uh, Weekly Shonen Jump and they do the little author's notes. One of them was Akutami saying, I feel like I have, if I stop drawing buff, half-naked macho men disease, um, and if I stop doing that, I'll die. Like, <laughs> and that was for, I think, um, commenting on the cover with Rio on it. You know, the guy with the pompadour who's like, I haven't had my desserts. You know, what that guy. You know what? Let's go back to talking about Naoya for a second, right? So, of course, he's doing his worm thing, blah, 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 197. Here we are. He cannot deny that Maki is Toji's true successor. Now he's just super mad about it, right? Uh, I'm wondering, you know, I love the idea of him being like, I deserve to be on the same uh, ground as Toji. I deserve to be on the same height as Toji. I'm like, well, Toji's six feet under, so it's about time you go join them and stay there because I am done. And that's the thing too. What if there's like something weird going on because of his body, right? Like he's not, he doesn't seem like he's a full curse. Like he could talk and everything, which, which is a bit weird for a curse to be that intelligent. I chalked that up 
to just it being, um, you know, like how Gojo brought up how all the curses are a lot smarter now and stronger, la la la. But we've seen a lot of nonverbal curses. So, like, why can you talk? Why are you crawling out of this like it's a Chuck E. Cheese mascot suit and you got too sweaty in there and it's like, <gasps> just coming out? What, like, is there a twist? I'm wondering. This is, you know, it's kind of interesting. I'm excited for the next chapter. Um, and before I go, of course, I'm going to thank you guys. But before that, I want to leave you with a thought. Not a thought, but like a, a truth, okay? Would Naoya have a podcast? The answer is, of course, yes. He would have one of those toxic... <laughs> toxic podcast where he would just be hella misogynistic talking about Jujutsu Kaisen women um and talking about Maki and Mai like see the problem with Maki see her sister Mai that's how a woman should be three feet behind a man every day three steps at least three steps behind us do whatever we say stay in the kitchen I like Mai she listens to me but that Maki, you know, I mean, she's got a great face on her, and yeah, and her body. But but have you seen how she fights back? What's that? What's up with that? He would be so toxic, and it'd be him and his brothers, and it'd be like some kind of Zanin podcast that only like, the Zanin clan listens to, and they don't want to listen to it, but he forces them to listen to it. And I think I'm I'm telling you, he would have it. He's he's a podcast bro. <laughs> And, and so that's that's the thing too like I was so shocked when there were people who were telling me that they, they loved Naoya and they wanted him to come back like this was after like right after the the massacre they're like oh he shouldn't have died I'm like why he got freaking stabbed after getting like slammed into the concrete by Maki he got effed up and they're like well he shouldn't have died why because he's a man and you like him and and women took him out like come on guys again Y'all are telling on yourselves sometimes. Anyway, podcast now, yeah. Now, now, has a podcast. I have a podcast. My podcast is called Serene and 2D, and I'm so glad that you took the time to listen to it. And I'm so excited to do more because uh, it it is a little bit nice to not have to do images and stuff. Of course, I will always be doing videos because you guys know I love talking about art. If you if you've been following my TikToks, that is, you know I love dissecting art and looking at the different little bits of foreshadowing and any kind of deeper meanings I'm always digging for that kind of stuff I love to do that but even just chatting here and just doing audio is a lot of fun and it's it's something that uh, I'm going to do in addition to all the videos and everything so thank you again and make sure to subscribe rate my podcast <laughs> you know let everyone know that this is this is a fun time I'm thinking I'm gonna do every Sunday I think Sunday will be good because that's usually when the new chapters come out. So every Sunday and like, listen, you guys might get more than that. You might get some extra videos. Uh, like even while I'm just talking here, I came up with some ideas that I wanted to do for future podcasts. So I hope you enjoyed this one. Look forward to more in the future. Check out my TikTok, Serena in 2D. And I'm working on my YouTube too, guys. I just had some computer issues. It's making hard for me to edit video. But yeah, thank you. And like, follow, rate, and I'll see you next time.